Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, so let's start there. But if you want to weigh in, if you want to say anything, I don't know if we should be taking New Year well wishes. Okay, maybe we can, but let's focus on the sport more if you've missed it. There was also rugby this past weekend in the URC, also a couple of local derbies again. 061-4104-107 is the number for voice notes. Yeah, this is really sad news, uh, obviously, because uh, not only to the Brazilians and his family, but to the entire soccer fraternity, in fact, the entire world, because... uh, Pele was uh, an international that impacted on many, many, many millions of people all over the world. He was beyond a very good uh, athlete. He was beyond a, a very good athlete. He was uh, something, you know, I cannot describe as I'm talking to you right now. Do- he was an inspiration to millions and millions of people throughout the world. Dr. Mutaung, share with us your experiences when you came closer to him and playing against him uh, in America. Well, obviously the occasion itself was unbelievable because uh, we knew that uh, we're not only playing against a team called Santos at the time in America, but we were playing against uh, one I can describe as uh, the greatest of, of, of all time. Uh, during my lifetime. I mean, he, he was, like I said before, he was the greatest uh, for me. And obviously, when they came to play us in Atlanta, we, I was playing for Atlanta Chiefs, and we played against uh, Pelé. Uh, I mean, Santos and Pelé, obviously, was the leading figure in that team. And you, you can also understand the fact that they beat us 6-2, and he scored about three goals. Although I must be say I must say I was very happy because I also scored one goal in that game, so that was a consolation on my part. But uh, he was an unbelievable character. In fact, you know, on and off the field, but off the field, you would not come against any humble person like that one. He was, uh, was such a humble person; you would not believe that uh, he was, uh, you know, a, a top athlete throughout the world and somebody who, 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 who was seen as the best in the, in the whole world at the time. Dr. Mutaung, tell us uh, about uh, what you had to say with him in this picture that is making global rounds, where you don't, <laughs> you're just number 24 and you're shaking hands. What was going on there and what uh, were you sharing there? No, it was a game. It was after the game, when after we finished the game against uh, Santos. And I must say that uh, it's a moment I will always cherish because, uh, you know, I, I hold that picture close to my heart. It's a very, you know, very, very uh, touching picture when I look at it every time. I mean, having played against the best in the world, I mean, Pele, to me, I can attest to you that uh, he is the best of all uh, footballer of all time but he was more than actually a footballer because uh, as i say of the field he was such a humble character and obviously that also impacted on a lot of people and, and in fact he, he he touched a lot of people because of his he, his his welcoming uh, 
no, always jovial all the time. But I can tell you one thing that the, the, the guy who probably will tell you more about Pele is Joe Mosono because he played together with him at the New York Cosmos. Dr. Mutaung, what legacy does uh, Pele leave to the world? Well, first and foremost, let me tell you what Pele, what Pele leaves in this world is that regardless of your background, your your upbringing, because he comes from a very poor background, the, the, the opportunities are there for, for anyone, for all of us to, to, to aspire to achieve. So the, the, he, 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 in simple terms is that the, as long as you put your heart and mind in what you want to achieve, you will succeed. And that, uh, that is what Pele actually leaves, especially for the new generations that, uh, that will come to understand where he comes from, how he got to where he was and how he you know, conducted himself even when he, was, he had achieved the, the greatest uh, achievements that he, he, you know, the accolades that he got. He still remained the same human being that you would meet any day and all the time. So uh, I think he, he, he gives us with a lot of lessons uh, to, for us to, to, to learn. But I can only say I'm very happy and proud that uh, I had him at the moment to, to, to meet with him and play against him. Even when he came, they came to play in Mozambique, uh, we, when he came to South Africa. Uh, and, and also when he, when he came, was invited to come to South Africa. Uh, I, I had a chance to meet him again, but uh, I, I don't know how I can describe this person because he, he, he has made so much impact. He has touched so many hearts, especially of those who are, you know, from a very uh, poor background. Dr. Montaung. Your message to the bereaved family and the bereaved football world. You know, before I say that, let me also tell you something about his game, because I haven't said much. I haven't said much about this game. When you look at the modern football today, all the the, the, artists, the stars that we have today, when you can call Ronaldo or Messi or or Mbappe or anyone, all the technique, everything that he did with, with that round skin, that ball, that, that, that ball, what he did with the ball was amazing. And everything that we look at today, we can look at Messi and all the other Mbappes today, whatever they do, Pele did it first. Mm. And what Whatever mm, they, what they, they, whether wow. it's a bicycle kick or anything, wow. Pele did it first. Every technique that you can bring about, get a player to come and demonstrate to you, or maybe watch a game. He's got all types of goals that you probably some of them you still see them today, but they, wow. they Pele did them first. Wow, wow, wow! That's amazing, Tatamataou. Your parting shot to the family and the world well obviously it's a very very uh, sad moment uh goodbyes are always sad moments sometimes but
But this one is sad because, uh, you know, of what I've just said before. But obviously, I would like to say that uh, this is a great loss to the entire entire world. The soccer fraternity and the entire world has been hit very hard because this is this was a great talent. It was a God-given talent. It wasn't something that, uh, as much as he might have worked hard in training and all that stuff, but the talent was there. It was a God-given talent. And I would like, at this point in time, to take this opportunity to express my sincere condolences on behalf of my family, my Makosi family, and the soccer fraternity, and all South Africans. We'd like to express our sincere condolences to his family and know that they, and say that they, they are not the only ones that they've lost, but they, the entire world has lost. And I would like to say that uh, I wish his spirit lives on. His legacy continues uh, because Brazil today is Brazil because we always think of people like Pelé, for instance. We always, when you talk Brazil, Brazilian football, the, f- the first thing that comes to your mind is Pelé. So I was privileged, and I'm thankful to God that I had a moment to share with Pelé. Uh, for me, Pelé was undou- is undoubtedly the king of this beautiful game. And it cannot be compared to anybody. I know there are people like Maradona and Messi and Ronaldo, but I think he was on, 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 on his at his own level. He was, he was undoubtedly the king of the, this beautiful game. And I think that is how we should remember him. He was in his own class. Thank you. Thank you. Those are the views of the chairman of Kaiser Chiefs, Dr. Kaiser Mutawung, uh, who has played against Pelé, as you heard in that clip there. Um, he was speaking to his communication team at Kaiser Chiefs, just remembering the great, now late uh, Pelé and what made him uh, so great, um, according to his opinion. And it's clear with um, Brake where he stands, Pelé is the greatest of all time and he's seen Messi he's seen Ronaldo he's seen Maradona and all these guys and he's adamant that uh, Pelé is the greatest of all time but I guess it also goes with generations this debates about the goat eh? depending on who you've seen I mean obviously we didn't see Pelé uh, play but looking at some of his videos no he was really really good but you wonder in modern football would he get so much space because he seems to have so much time on the ball and he can do whatever he whatever he wanted to do and like I said earlier he didn't play in Europe against at the best, but he did lead Santos, an unfashionable club at the time that he joined them to glory and to be to, to being one of the leading clubs um, in Brazil. So that's his legacy there, and also what he did in the in in, in America with New York Cosmos and winning the World Cup three times. No other player has won the World Cup three times. Only uh, Pelé, and I guess that's why he will be some people's goat. But there's no doubt that he's the original goat. He's the original greatest of all time, Pelé. Okay, let's get some voice notes. We're going to speak to a man who interviewed him also, um, legendary uh, journalist, uh, Bratike Konaite. We're going to speak to legendary... um, Football journalist Pratike Konaite, we interviewed Pele just now. But firstly, we've just received some sad news here coming out of the office of the Premier Soccer League. And uh, the Premier Soccer League has just announced 
the passing of Mr. Peter Mensa Squire, uh, who spent many years as a PSL marketing and broadcasting specialist advisor. And um, in a short statement, Dr. Evan Koza says, we express our sincere condolences to the Mensa family. Your loss is indeed our loss. Together with you, we will miss the gentle giant. Mensa the dancer. When I think about Squire, I think of the pedigree. He was one of a kind, dependable, tenacious um, full of energy and his word was bankable. That is the message from Dr. Evan Koza, the PSL chairman, and the Mensa family will announce funeral arrangements in Kuko. So our condolences to the family of uh, Peter Mensa. He was heavily involved in PSL affairs, especially when it came to marketing and when it came to cup competitions. Also, he was always the man putting things together behind the scenes. They didn't like the limelight. I remember I've, I've worked with him previously, uh, Peter Mensa. And he was really passionate about South Africa and South African football. And just the brand, for me, that was the PSL. You know, he was really, and he felt that the the, the, the PSL was such a big brand that it deserved all um, the sponsorship, all the revenue that it was getting. And he felt that it should have been getting more. And he really worked to make sure that the, 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 the PSL uh, was getting the revenue that it deserved. So really sad news, sad announcement coming out of the office of the PSL. Let's speak to Bratike Konaite. Now, Bratike, um, good evening. Happy New Year to you, sir. And thank you uh, very much for joining us on SAFM tonight. Uh, good evening. Aviso, and um, compliments of the New Year to you, man. It's good to be with you, man. Yeah, great. Yes, it's yeah. been a while, Brad TK. But said news about Peter Mensa, I'm sure he's someone that you would have come across a few times. Absolutely. My deepest condolences to Squire, and um, and I hope his family do find closure uh, as well as um, uh, strength to go through this difficult period. I mean, to lose one family member is not an easy thing, and I hope, as I said, the good Lord could grant them strength to go through this period. Eh? Yes, and we're also remembering the great Pelé who's being laid to rest today in uh, Brazil. It's a two-day, um, it'll be two days, the burial will be tomorrow, but today people are packed inside the stadium of Santos there. And you were the one of the few people who got the opportunity to interview him, uh, Bratike Kunaita. Firstly, just how did you even get the opportunity to speak to the great Pelé? Look, um uh, so I was editor of a now defunct football magazine called Soccer News um, during 1994 when a sports apparel, I think Ambro it was, they brought him to South Africa for some promotional um, promotional stuff. And uh, they contacted my office and told me that um, Bele was available um, if I would be interested. Who wouldn't be interested, so Who exactly? And uh, yeah, I jumped at the opportunity, and uh, he granted me an hour, almost Whoa. an hour. So, and uh, and uh, yeah, I, I honestly felt privileged to to have sat down with it, probably the greatest of them all, you know. And and what did you take away from that hour then, Bratike? Look, what I discovered was that. Um, Despite everything that Pele has achieved in his entire footballing career, he was one of, how would I put it, so a very humble, gentle soul, very down to earth, and uh, somebody who, who, so he actually elevated you. I was in awe. I mean, here I was sitting with a man who has won three World Cups, who has achieved. So much and uh, he actually made me feel important you know i was scared to be honest i didn't know if i would be asking the right questions 
But, um, and I remember my first question to him was, because I realized that, uh, you know, Bella has been asked questions like, how did you feel when you scored your 1,000 goal mm. career goal? And so I, I felt I needed to ask him different questions. And fortunately for, for me, I had read his biography. So my first question to him was, um, Bele, is it true that sex before a game is a no-no? And he laughed. You know, he, 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 he just laughed and he said, no, 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 it's not true. I said, how so? <laughs> I said, how so? He said, no, no, no. Sex is healthy and uh, on condition that you do it properly and then you sleep afterwards. However, if you indulge, you overindulge and then you go to a party, you don't sleep, you go to discos, you jive the whole night and then end up having sex, you know, and then he said, no, 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 no. Then you will not be able to perform. But if you are at home and you do it properly and normally and then you sleep and rest afterwards there's nothing wrong in bed i was i mean i was gobsmacked believe me sounds like he was an honest man here uh Pele, because even when i was watching some of his documentaries over the past few days uh he has an answer for everything they even ask him about the kids he says you know i have so i had so many kids out of wedlock and some i didn't even know about them but uh, once i was told that i've got these kids i came clean to my family and i told them that i have these kids and i'm so proud to have so many kids so it does seem like he was an honest man here the great uh Pele. but um are you saying he was humble? Could he even speak English, Bratike? He did. He did. He, he spoke English. Um, not exactly very fluent, but he, I mean, you could converse with him and you could hear what he's basically trying to say. And I would say, I would give him, like, he could speak English about 60, 60 to 70%. So mm. that's very good going, considering that he was Portuguese, you know. So. So he did. We, we we conversed in English and I could basically, I mean, we, as I said, we held a conversation for more than one and a half hours and uh, he never struggled one bit. He he speaks very slowly. I think he's, he tries to make sure that he is, he is telling you exactly what he's supposed to say. You know what I mean? Mm. So he, his conversations are never hurried. You know, like he he's conscious of what he wants to tell you before he answers your questions. You yes. know, and indeed you're quite right. Not only humble, but very honest. He never dodged even one of the twenty questions that are posed to him. Never dodged or tried to sugarcoat them or tried to you know spin anything. And he was very truthful and he answered my questions honestly and to the best of his ability. Yeah. And which other of those 20 questions stands out for you? Well, I remember I remember I, I, I asked him about his um, um, the fact that he was not only a, a composer and a guitar player, but a lot of Spanish artists would come to him and ask him to write songs for them. You wow. know, and he enjoyed doing that, you know. He would he would sit at home, play his guitar, strum his guitar, and he said it it kind of offered him that that, that time to to relax, you know. And uh, 
the creative juices would come flowing and then we would start writing down, composing songs. So he composed a lot of songs for a lot of um, uh, Spanish, Latin, Latin American uh, singers. And not only that, another question was that he loved fishing. You know, he, he would actually go camping and go fishing, sit there, and, and it was, you know, a time to relax for him when he was fishing. And so, yeah. Those are some of the questions. And then, of course, another question that, honestly, even though I'm sure he was asked uh, millions of times, was that incredible save from Gordon Banks against mm-hmm. in the 1970 World Cup in Mexico. I think, I think it was a stupendous save by Gordon Banks. And Banks, that year, won the Footballer of the Year, largely because of that performance in the World Cup, and that particular save uh, from Pele, it was it was incredible how he got his pickers to that to that ball. Jeez, I've, I've watched a few documentaries of Pele over the past few days, and I didn't even know the part about the fishing and the music. But I, I've I've heard that there was a, a lot of songs about him. So great insight here. We are speaking to um, renowned and legendary South African uh, journalist uh, TK Pratike Kwanaita, who's had a chance to sit down with Pele and uh, had an hour with him back in 1994, as he tells us. And what were his views on football at the time, Pratike? Because he later went on to make that bold statement that one day an African team will win a World Cup. Yeah, he said, He said, you know, he has been fortunate to have come to Africa. And uh, he remember coming to Nigeria with Santos and uh, the passion with which the people followed the game kind of touched him. And he said he was amazed by the skills displayed by African players in general. That is why he made that bold statement that if only we could put our structures in place if only we can, you know, do the right things. We have the players with the uh, abilities. And perhaps maybe our mentality was not strong enough, but he felt that, you know, in due course, an African, an African nation would win the World Cup. And, and, and he was a great follower of African football. He loved African football because he says Africans kind of uh, played football almost similar to the Brazilians, because he said, he said to me there was a little bit of rhythm. You know, there was rhythm when, when Brazilians play, and when you watch Africans, there is a similarity. He said we, seem, we played football with passion, with, with heart and soul. And, uh, of course, not, not the kind of gassy flavor that we are seeing these days, but, but you know, we... We have a way of expressing ourselves through football. And Pele loved that because Brazilians do it. You, you can see the shimmy, the shibobo, the body swerve. You know, the, you, you know Ronaldinho. He, he was the, the way he used to play. And almost all Brazilians have that flair. And he loved that about Africa. And, um, and yeah, he, he, he had so much confidence in Africa. And um, it's a pity that only in two, 2022 have we managed to get to the semifinals through Morocco. But hey, we're getting there, Tabiso. We're getting there. Semifinal, not bad. Who knows what's going to happen uh, in four years' time?
Yeah, especially when the World Cup gets expanded in 2026. And Bratike, people always compare him. I think everybody actually that's come after Pelé has been compared to Pelé and his greatness has stood the test of time. Yeah, there's been Maradona. More recently, there's been the Messi's and the Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, Bratkaiser was saying earlier on, Dr. Kaiser Mutawung, that he is the greatest of all time. Where do you stand in this debate? I think there's no comparison. I know I might get a lot of flack from a lot of people who who are uh, followers of Maradona, but I think there was no comparison. If you have been fortunate to have seen him in action, and then you have you have watched it. Ask Jomason. He was mm. Jomason's teammate at New York Cosmos. Mm. And uh, I remember a story Jomo told me that when he arrived at New York Cosmos, there were, I mean, all these, the team was packed with superstars from Frank Beckenbauer to, you know, uh, there was, I think, Bobby Chalmers, there was Jeff Hust, there was Pelé uh, himself. I mean, and when they started training, you know Jomo, you know, our own Jomo. Jomana nutmegged Frank Beckenbauer, and he was so mad. Beckenbauer was mad. He, want, he wanted to kill Jomo. He literally wanted to physically get hold of Jomo, and Pele was the one who stood up for Jomo. Because he understood, as I said earlier, he understood the type of players we are as Africans and Brazilians. So he... <laughs> so so Jomo will tell you. And I think Brake has already mentioned that, you know, Pele was the greatest. Ask Jomo. I think there was just, for me... There was no comparison. With due respect to Maradona and his followers, there was simply no comparison. Yeah, he and, was it, the and actually in that interview, Brake says, if you want more, go and ask Jomo, actually, because Jomo will give you first-hand insight on how good uh, Pele was. But then, but then, some some of us who've never watched Pele are always wondering, would he have been a success in Europe had he made the move? Did he even need to move to Europe at the time? Without a doubt, he would have taken Europe by storm. He, in fact, to be honest with you, Tabiso, he didn't. There were there were countless offers to play in Europe, but he turned them down for for some reasons. I don't know why, but he just didn't want to make that leap of faith. He just didn't want to, for reasons that he never explained. But offers were there, countless, from your Real Madrid to Barcelona to. Uh, uh, sporting Lisbon, Benfica, you name them, all of them, they tried to bring him to Europe, but he, for some reason, he just turned them down. Maybe, maybe he was a family man. Maybe he just didn't want to get out of, uh, out of the comfort zone of Brazil. You know, I don't know, you know, but um, I think if he had gone to Europe, he would have, he would have been a sensation. And finally, Brake said his legacy was the fact that he came out of nothing, basically, and he is an inspiration to many others that your background does not determine where you are coming from. F- for you, Bratike, what's his legacy that he leaves behind? I think, I think when you consider the fact that Pelé came out of the ghetto, you know, the favelas of Brazil, you know, and uh, for me, Pelé proved that um, football, or your skill, your natural skills, can actually enable you to get out of the ghetto and become somebody. Don't allow your background or where you come from to dictate who you are or who you could become. Bella showed us he is 
globally the most recognized sports person, athlete, whatever you may call it. And where did he come from? He came from the ghetto. So don't allow your background to dictate what you can do or what you can achieve. And for me, that 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 should be inspiration to, to, to youngsters all over the world, that you may come from the favelas, from the ghetto, from from Shenguville, from, from, from wherever, but you can make it in this world Wonderful. if you have the will and the determination. Wonderful. Great insight, uh, Bratike Kunait. I've picked up so much here about uh, Pele just from what you've said uh, to us tonight on SAFM Spot On. Thank you very much for being able to speak to us tonight. We hope we'll have more of these conversations with you in this new year. Thank you, legendary journalist there, uh, TK Gunaita, speaking to us. We're going to talk PSL and the return with Spiwam Konza um, just now, but let's play a voice note or two about Pele. Evening, Tabiso. Pardon my ignorance. I, I don't understand. Why do you guys, all the people in Valen keep saying, and you actually are emphasizing it, that uh, Pele won, won three World Cups? He was a member of a team, right? And a soccer team never exists of one person. So why do why do you keep saying he won as if it, it was all him? He wouldn't have. He was a prolific player, but he wouldn't have gotten got to where he was getting in all those World Cups if he hadn't had the other nine members on the field supporting him. Come on now, guys. We all said that Pele died. We respected him. We held him. But come on, man. Just put things in perspective. They'll be here. Thanks, bye. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Is it festive? Are we bored? Really? I mean, we all know that he was part of a team. There's no doubt that he was part of a team. But you win a World Cup, you get a gold medal, and he's got three of those. And nobody else has three gold medals from winning a World Cup. And that's why we're saying that Pelé won uh, three World Cups. It's as simple as that. I mean... I'm not sure if I understand that, but but we know that he was part of a team. Even you know that he was part of a team. But just to highlight the difference between Pelé and other great players is the fact that he was in three teams, I guess. That's what you want us to say. He was in three teams that won the World Cup. But him, personally, he has three World Cup gold medals Pele he's won the World Cup three times I don't even know I don't even understand if why that is up for for for, for discussion but even Pele himself actually in the documentaries that we've been watching recently he says I couldn't have done it alone there's one that's playing on Netflix now where they bring uh, uh, the class of I think 1970 or one of those World Cups that or was it the, the 62 team I think they bring the 62 team where he got injured in the early stages of the of the tournament and he missed the rest of the tournament and he even says it that without these guys I would have never won that World Cup. And here's a quote from Neymar about Pelé. He says, I would say before Pelé, football was just a sport. Pelé changed everything. He turned football into art, into entertainment. He gave a voice to the poor, to black people, and especially gave visibility to Brazil. Football and Brazil have raised their status thanks to the king. He is gone, but his magic will remain. Pelé is eternal. Eternal. Pelé. Okay, that's from Neymar. So, okay, Pelé was I don't even know how to say it now. Pele Pele won three World Cups, guys. He won three World Cups. He's got three World Cup gold medals. But if you want us to say it, okay, Pele was part of three national teams of Brazil that won the World Cup. I don't see the difference there. Okay, let's take a break. We'll talk PSL. Tabiso Musia.